0: Welcome to the Classy Ring Entire Podcast. I'm Joel. I'm Chris. And it's time to get classy.
1: Let's do it. So, we've had a lot. We, we, we've we had a lot, and we, we've we got a lot to talk about. Um, it, it's hard for me not to focus on the most recent
0: yes. happenings. That's how wrestling works. Is only the most recent thing matters.
1: Well, sure. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I wanted to start off with a positive note, because... AEW's debut, I think, went very well. Yes. Um, they had a great premiere, put up great numbers. Um, people are reading a lot into the ratings and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, it's their first episode. They're going to get a lot of attention. Right. That's things like, like you know?
0: ratings mean nothing unless they're bad, which is right. an unfortunate Reality with television with television ratings, right? Your opening numbers mm. mean nothing unless. They're and bad. again,
1: like yes, NXT had the excitement of this is their first full episode on USA, but this was the third episode that they're on that channel.
0: And Matt Riddle was part of the headline entertainment, which understandably is why. Well, that's no why cares. you didn't care. <laughs> um,
1: but I'm but just put saying, that up against you it know clearly hurts. I mean, and they they try to throw everything at AEW, like, NXT had all but one of their championships defended on, you know, right. on on the show, and this was a mini-takeover, um, but AEW just had that hype of being their first episode being this new, fun thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, I mean, I didn't... Re- I don't know if there's a whole lot to actually dissect
0: from AEW. Um, I mean... Just going down a uh, basic review of the show. Yeah. Um, it's kinda nice that so this is they, they've had several events we've talked about beforehand with double or nothing and all out and fight for the fallen fighter fast, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, this feels like it has reaped a lot of the benefits of going through those. I mean I mean, they yeah. were pay per view <laughs> events or at the very least free pay per view events. Sure, yeah. Um but there were also trial runs for how do we put on a show and where yeah. do cameras go and stuff. And, and I feel like this was uh, the kind of the, the end product, the result of them taking what they've done and learning from it and improving yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you go from a year ago with All In to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, All, All In was an incredible show, and I'm not like, well, I could have you know, right. made that yeah. or anything. But it definitely has this feel of, you know, we're gonna put a show on in the barn and save the farm. Yeah, versus something that felt like it should be on TNT. It's, yeah, it like, should be a basic cable show.
1: It definitely felt a lot more polished than their first show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it, not saying that it was perfect. And, and then honestly, that was my biggest concern was that these new fans or fans that were only used to WWE would watch them and expect. Something as polished as a WWE production would well, be, and then they would be put off. But honestly, they weren't that far off. I say it's, so it's
0: not even; it's a different style, but it's not a. If it's more unpolished, it's a more unpolished style. Like I, right. do, I don't think it, that, more, more of a stylistic choice correct. rather than, you know, not being professional or whatever. Right?
1: Like it still was professional.
0: It's just their own different style. Yeah, and, and um, I really like the. Um, Acknowledgement of a win loss record. I yeah. hope that, that that's such an easy thing to kind of drop away after a year. Right, and maybe it will. And depending
1: on how w- well it works or how well it doesn't work.
0: Right, you know. and and I understand. I understand it can be a tricky balance where, you know, you you had you kind of want to be putting over your entire roster. Yeah, <laughs> and so to put up how many times they lose mm. inherently is you know knocking your own legs out from under you. Um. But it really helped, even into this first thing, yeah. where it was like, "This is Kofi's record. Kofi needs to win this because a loss or a draw will kind of put him out of the this title contention, picture. yeah, um, or put
1: him this far down rankings or whatever." And, yeah. and,
0: and they did; they didn't have to say specifically what the rankings were. They didn't have sure. to say like he needs, you know, seven wins and a draw to be able to, you know, unlock the magical blah blah. Yeah,
1: I, focusing on that too much. Um, just might muddle up your, your storylines. Right. It's it's you know? an
0: absolute balancing act, but one of the things we complain about time and time and time again with WWE is this person who just lost on a pay-per-view on Sunday and lost on SmackDown the week before is now getting a number one contender shot yeah. tonight on Raw, and, and for seemingly no reason, especially when that person is a face yeah. and Stephanie McMahon is a heel, and so why would she give them that? Right. Um... So yeah, it, it
1: definitely can be an instrument that they can use. Uh, I I just don't want it to be a crutch, you know. Like I would still like some interesting storylines that have nothing to do with rankings or right. Or and the science I, and I anything, think that's you know?
0: very easy to do. Yeah. Um. I, I'm mostly concerned about the title scene. Okay. Um, and uh, just just how how you went. I mean, they had when they went for the the you know crown the first. Female champion there, mm-hmm. and it's somebody who's undefeated. Yeah, and she's three and zero right now, which is yeah. not, you know, an Oscar record, but
1: but it's still you you can't argue against it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. And, and and so it's something to kind of go with going forward. Is this person's undefeated? What does that mean? Um. Right. And and, and you can tell an undefeated storyline with a three and a record, mm-hmm. a four and a record, a five and a record. Asuka had to be undefeated for 300 plus days before it was like oh this is an undefeated storyline. Yeah.
1: And it makes me wonder like if and I'm not saying not anytime soon but if some point down the line they'll have a storyline where they set up a match for a pay-per-view against these two people with you know the champion and someone with a you know that's top I, place in I the rankings so. and then over the course of the weekly show leading up to it they lose a couple matches or something and all of a sudden that Title shot is taken away from them, you know. It makes me wonder, like, it's something they could do down the line. Nothing that they need to rush right. to do now, I, I think but I wonder a, if that's something they're going to do at some point.
0: It's a very easy thing to threaten, mm-hmm. like you know, um, especially for a main event of a weekly show where mm-hmm. it's like you need to win this main event tonight, yeah. Or you know, we're looking at your win loss record, mm-hmm. and 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 it'll feel a lot less arbitrary, yeah. Um, but so so that that was up against NXT. Um, obviously, like we said doesn't really mean anything right now right one thing that's interesting to note is um that there was not a lot of overlap um whereas wwe was winning in the 18 to 35 not w aew's winning in the 1835 yes. demographic mm-hmm. um where nxt was excelling was where aew was you know lacking in the rankings right. Um, and so. I believe
1: the the biggest area where NXT lost, and I, I could have been reading it wrong, but I believe the biggest area where they were losing viewers from NXT w- went to the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs mm-hmm. that was
0: happening that same night. Yeah. Um. And I think the biggest thing to take from here, um, for everybody who wants to tell stories about these ratings mean this and yeah. this is what this means, the biggest thing is this past Wednesday there were two wrestling events Mm -hmm. on cable television and both of them were in the top 10 most viewed shows on cable television on Wednesday. Um, Everybody has been very politely saying there's room enough for both of us and we're excited for the success of the other person.
1: And this is clear proof of that. Right. Um, Now it'll be interesting to see how ratings go from this point on like see exactly if anything shifts once the newness kind of wears off of AEW. Um, Once they kind of really show exactly what their week to week is going to look like. Yeah. um, Um, And same with NXT because we still don't know exactly how their weekly programming is going to look like now that they're on
0: live. Yeah. I think you can also expect a major push from TNT. You had a big push already, but uh, this is TNT should be ecstatic. Oh, sure. I mean, they they were not. What was it?
1: It was like their biggest. Uh, uh, premiere production in like five years. Yeah,
0: they they weren't expecting not 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 only again, you know, first episode numbers mean nothing, but they were not even expecting this for yeah you know even counting in any sort of first episode boost yeah so so and and, th- and this is something like T- TNT's, uh, sorry TNT's biggest thing is basketball yeah and they have that and they are that channel and they are NBA and that is seasonal and. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming AEW isn't. Like, they've never actually yeah, talked they, about, like, they're 52 going, weeks a year, live every week, this is Raw and TNT.
1: Right. Uh, I think they more emphasize that, you know, not everyone's going to be on every episode right. throughout. And that was kind of geared more towards giving people plenty of time off. And, and this is a company that isn't doing live shows that aren't doing any shows outside of TV and pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So these wrestlers have the entire week off, right. you know. Unless they, you know, have
0: outside dates that they are
1: outside dates, or they work within the day to day of AEW, which a lot of them do, right? So it'll be really interesting going forward. Now, uh, should we go ahead and start <laughs> talking about all the WWE stuff? Yeah, because by and large, I think with the, like they I, AEW's, you know, their entire company was kind of riding on this week. Mm-hmm. Like this is huge for them. Yeah. WWE may not have been counting on they might not have had a lot on the line this week compared to AEW, but they still had quite a bit. Um and I feel like for ninety to ninety five percent of it, I think they did very well. So,
0: yes, but and I feel like they tripped at the finish line. I this all right. I don't know how many of you have seen the musical My Fair Lady.
1: Let's assume a lot of them haven't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, not to get too super into it, My Fair Lady is based on a play called Pygmalion by George Bernard Shaw. Um, it is a three hour show. Mm hmm. Um, very, I mean, that, that, it's long. Yeah. Um, there was a movie based on it, one of the biggest musicals of the 60s. And. The way that it is written, the way that it is set up, the entire show hinges on the delivery, how not not just one person does a little bit, but the show's delivery of the final line in the show. Okay. And if you do it wrong, it kind of messes up. The whole show. It kind
1: of makes you feel like you wasted the last three hours. <sighs>
0: it, it, it just makes you... Well, and there's a lot of interpretations. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, there's a movie. There's It's been on Broadway several times. Uh, it's been touring forever. And obviously lots and lots of local theaters do it. There are a lot of ways to interpret this. And part of that is because people... Are grappling with ways to interpret this because they like the whole show except for the last line, and right. so and and so you have the material that you're given. You mm-hmm. can't be like, I'm just going to change the last line. That's not allowed because it's
1: a different, it's a different, you know, production at that so, point. Yeah.
0: So, so what you have as a theater production is you have these words, and how do you make that fit with the rest of the show that you're wanting to put on? Um, and th- there, there are discussions upon discussions of how this final line should be delivered Mm -hmm. Um, there are people who like and and again there's very specific examples there's the movie there's also versions of Pygmalion because it's the same story um, but with different words so it's like okay so here's what this happened in the original text and argue 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 Um, all that to say the final line can undo your entire show yeah and I feel like that's what happened mm-hmm. with WWE. I felt like
1: it really undercut a lot of things. For
0: this week, not just yeah. SmackDown, yeah. but th- their entire, you know, AEW's cute and all, but we're still the big game in town. We're still the real wrestling. We are the sports entertainment yeah. titan giant of the industry. There's no real question about that. And here we're going to show you series premiere of Raw, NXT on SmackDown, NXT on USA, boom, 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 all the way up to SmackDown. Yeah, and for the most part, I was like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you
1: see, like, you really saw how big of a deal that they are wanting SmackDown to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love the new set. Um, I love. I mean, it, it's something different than what WWE had been doing yeah, for a while. I don't know about
0: that new set, that seems. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What do you not like about it? The like, Logan's run looking. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm like walking through the I don't I don't like that. All
1: right. Do you like the Raw's new uh
0: half pipe? The Raw is contingent on who is coming out. Yeah. Because it, de- it
1: really depends on the
0: entrance. But b- because and and a lot of this is people already have their entrances set. Yeah. Uh the video package that's going to play. And so people like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, in particular, looked mm-hmm. amazing. Oh, right, like yeah. They looked great. You could tell the that they definitely was. put
1: a lot of thought into what their specific interests yes. will um, be
0: in this new platform. Ray Mysterious was gross. <laughs> and Ray Mysterious, it, it was too busy. It was too flashy. It, uh, on it, Raw? Yes, on Raw. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I think it, it was, was, like, everywhere. Main,
1: it, yeah, his face was on, like, the main Titantron, and then I think it was upside down on the, the yeah, lower part. Yeah, yeah, it yeah it okay. like, because I think his looked better on at the end of SmackDown. Right. Yeah. And
0: then there's things like, oh, but Ray's entrance is his eyes in a yeah. bunch of masks. Yeah. Um. That's what it is. We have to do that. And that's
1: what it has been for a while, yeah.
0: And it looked gross and busy on Raw, and he was the first person out on Raw. And yeah. And that, that was introducing it, and it was like, oh, they did bad. This is a bad... And then Becky came out, looked really good. Mm-hmm. Seth came out, looked really good. was like, okay, th- there is... Depending on your logo, and maybe as we get new people, their Titan Tron videos will be designed with mm-hmm. the, you know, living in a world of screens yeah. design that they have. Yeah. So. um...
1: Now, how did you feel about the ending of Raw with the whole Bobby Lashley <laughs> reveal? Because um, a lot of people at that point were like, all right, this kind of ruined a good night, or vice versa. Uh, like, eh, it's a cliffhanger, you know?
0: Yeah, it was. <sighs> It was really long, and we we had this a little bit of both of this um, on Raw and SmackDown. It felt like they ended their content at about ten fifty five. Yeah, and so there was a lot of standing and jeering and taunting, yeah. and it's like we'll do that until the camera goes. It out. It felt like they were
1: a little bit too conservative with their their timing of everything, and, yeah. and so they they didn't want any runoff on. Both Raw or SmackDown, so they, I, it feels like they were conservative as far as like, all right, well, we need to make sure we ended at this
0: point, and then they're like, oh, it ended a little too early. Right. I mean, Lana coming out, Bobby Lashley being there, mm. them kissing, Rusev being shocked or crushed or heartbroken in the ring. Yeah. And you cut out on that. That's a fine ending. That's a cliffhanger. That's yeah. you know whatever. But because it was like, well, let's do this, and let's do a little spin, and then we'll kiss mm. again, and Rusev's kind of just standing there. um, Kind of just standing there, and in a lot of, like, because
1: we've, you know, it, because it didn't, again, you joked about it a couple weeks ago, it did end with, like, a Bray Wyatt appearance, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. I didn't just dream that <laughs> up. They all kind of blend together at this point. Um, So it, it felt like there was a long period of time like almost like they're stalling for that moment to happen because uh-huh. they that's where they wanted to end. Right.
0: And it felt like they got to that point maybe a little too soon. Um yeah, and and but it basically Rusev went from having a shocked reaction to having no reaction. Yeah. Um and and there's only like he couldn't have a reaction because there there's no reaction to have. There's no reaction scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so it it feels like you know, they called cut, and the cameras kept rolling, and I got to watch that. Yeah, and so
1: kind of like when um they do the the backstage interviews, and they cut away, and it's just or not they they don't cut away, they end the interview, and you're just standing there looking at a uh announcer just staring back at the camera for a yeah. little bit too long. Yeah, it it had that kind of feel this to it.
0: Way too long. Yeah. Um, we also I guess the other big thing is that there was an announcement of a five on five tag team match. I've not been able to find any confirmation if it's tag team or elimination match. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything myself. That usually yeah. means tag team match, and so yeah. it's going to be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but,
1: then again, it's a Saudi Arabia show. We're not going to watch it anyway, so <laughs> that entire show is going to be a disappointment. So this
0: means, like, if, if they were like, hey, this is going to be an elimination match, I'd be like, well, dang it. Y- yeah. You got me. And It made me kind of worried because
1: rumors did come out. Now, of course, you know, the involved parties have kind of... Uh, You know, disproven this rumor, uh, but there is rumor that Edge has been medically cleared. And, yeah, WWE is probably going to use him fairly soon. And this comes, like, the day... or It was, like, a day or two after they announced this new Saudi Arabia show, and it made me real concerned Mm -hmm. that, you know,
0: the Saudi money got to Edge's neck. So... We're going to have Team Flair Mm -hmm. and Team Hogan. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is the most Hulk Hogan's going to have been involved in anything since his suspension was (laughs) Um, over. Well,
1: and maybe even before that, because when he came back, it wasn't for very long, and it was mostly just to, like, come out, say hi... You yeah, know, hosting stuff, and, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it. He wasn't really involved in storylines. Yeah. Um. So it might be even longer since
0: he had been disinvolved. So um, it, it seems that WWE is taking the strategy of if something is bad and somebody did wrong, you just ignore it and stay the course and people yeah. will get tired and like, sleepy.
1: Like Randy Orton dropping the N-word on a Twitch stream a couple days ago. I mean –
0: not to not to go way overly, you know, political yeah. at this moment, but it seems like we have, over the past several years, just been proved time and time again, like, the worst thing you can do mm-hmm. is admit you're wrong yeah. and try and apologize for Especially it.
1: Especially when it comes to Randy Orton, <laughs> you know? Like, all that, like, oh, well, was it a year or so ago? Like, a whole bunch of stuff came out about, or more, mm, people brought up old stuff that we already knew about, but started to get more... Um, offended by it or mm-hmm. saying, hey, something should be done or you shouldn't be rewarding this guy for the stuff that he had done in the past. And WWE just kind of ignored it because he was involved in, uh, I believe, a WWE championship scene at that point. Uh, and they just kept going. And,
0: and the same goes with all the Saudi stuff. And that's what works, uh, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like... And this isn't even me being like well, good for them for trying or like you know <laughs> combination of you guys yeah. for like good, sleep, like, like. There, there's so much stuff to be outraged by now. and like <laughs> I, excuse me I get this you know I mean,
1: that same strategy is
0: being employed by a lot of that's my point. Rich white guys. <laughs> that, that's my point is you, you it, it is now the strategy that if yeah. you acknowledge the problem and try and mm-hmm. fix it, You acknowledge the problem, and if you just keep on keeping on, Mm -hmm. more often than not, people are gonna. It's it's the thing that you're told as a kid is like if you just ignore the bully, they'll go away. Yeah, and so rich, powerful, white people are like, well, we'll just ignore, (laughs) we 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 will treat your moral outrage as bullying. Bank on the fact that
1: they're. their emotional stamina is going to run out before your wallets do. Yeah,
0: and, and or you gotta you gotta go be outraged at something else. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: you you wait for them either to tire themselves out or they find something new.
0: And not unjustifiably. This isn't meant right. to be a condemnation of outrage culture. It's just like yeah. no, something else will be. It's just f- the demonstrous and the day and age that we live in. Yeah,
1: there's always going to be something new and worse coming out. Yeah. Um.
0: However. However, I am a little bit curious to see if they will get a black wrestler to say, I'm on Team Hogan. Right, and not just... Okay. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Which do you think WWE
1: believes would be a better representation or a better sign for a, a black wrestler to just say that I choose to be on Hogan or Hogan's like, I choose this black wrestler especially. Yeah. Which does WWE think looks better on Hogan? I don't know. They're probably they're probably gonna do both. (laughs) You know, Um, Lord, and probably uh, like it. Hogan's gonna have the entire New Day. Like, yeah, I don't know. And New Day is not gonna look happy about it, Mm -hmm. especially Biggie. Biggie does not. Especially when it comes to Hogan. Right they do not hide their emotions he, very he well. He has had no chill and and honestly, I don't blame him very. Yes. He see me, I I I am a confrontation avoider. Mm-hmm. So I will put on like if I'm in that position, which I've never have been, so I'm not saying that I understand what he's going through, but I have I was like, "Okay, all right, I'll look good and play nice for the camera and everything." Okay. And but the the fact that he's got the um just the balls to just be like, no, I'm not okay with this. Just makes me admire yeah, him and, and the New Day even more. Um, but I can see WWE trying both.
0: But we, we we have several weeks and four slots left to fill. <laughs> Maybe three. I don't know if Hogan counts as one of the five. And see, Rick and I know...
1: Because uh, Rick has basically the heel team so far, right? Mm-hmm. He's got uh, Randy... Uh, Bobby yep. and does
0: he have three? Corbin
1: yeah okay Uh, but it would have been so much I don't know if funnier is the right word but if Ric Flair had nothing but African American wrestlers <laughs> that would have been fantastic
0: just people ready to punch Hogan in the face
1: yeah and people associated with him yeah um so, this brings me to an interesting thought that I had, because I believe you, because you were on our our Twitter this week, which, bless you, I mm-hmm. I, I thank you for all the help, because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is a long week. Um, you had said on uh, Twitter that WWE is trying to sell us on this show that only has three matches. You're talking about Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, yes. Yes. And when you think about it, like, this is just bad scheduling. Yeah. To be honest with you cuz at the most going into this week I would say Hell in a Cell was the fourth most important thing mm-hmm. for, for WWE like premier week being number 1 specifically Smackdown um and like Crown Jewel I would even probably put it at third, yeah. you know. Well, well and this
0: is the thing is like I I thought about it on Friday watching mm-hmm. Smackdown and like oh we we have to deal with all of this, and we have to do a pay-per-view rundown. Yeah. And I was like, this is... And I look, I was like, oh, there's three matches. Right.
1: Because Crown Jewel is <laughs> at is, the... This is really easy. Because Crown Jewel is at the end of this month, right? Yes. October? Maybe even the first week of November. I don't right. remember. But But it, it's one of those things where their desire to have one of those shows is going to possibly ruin the... the uh, a pay-per-view here in the States. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and it's just... And I am not. I am not gonna say that you know, Hell, Hell in Soul is just destined to be awful or whatever, but it it does feel like it's taken like a backseat to a backseat yeah. at this point. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's puzzling why they would go into this. I mean, again, the schedules for all this could have been set like a long time ago, but they, but then again, they they knew this week was coming. For mm. a long time, yeah,
0: like what it was like a year out almost. I mean, yeah, yeah, they 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 you know have to set these dates crazy in advance, right? And and I think it's you know, sometimes stuff happens. You you are trying sure. to coordinate Fox's scheduling, right? Uh, with you know, USA scheduling mm-hmm. with you know keeping an eye on AEW because yeah. they have to with all the venues that they're trying. I mean, they got to you know the Staples Centers mm-hmm. schedule plus you know, everything.
1: Yeah. And so, and, and, you know, for those keeping up, the second most important thing for WWE going into this week is the draft next week. Yeah. You know, um, which is going to probably be in the back of a lot of people's minds watching Hell in a Cell because, like, this feud could probably just end here even though it could end on a cliffhanger at Hell in a Cell, but the feud itself might be over because these two wrestlers involved might be going separate directions.
0: Yeah, You know, so... And I, I were expecting a fairly harsh, yeah, line on the draft is, which is
1: interesting because there was a lot of top tier names on the sure. intro, intro to SmackDown. Yes, specifically a lot of people who are listed as a Raw champion, like Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. and it makes me think like, are they going to change that or is this a draft spoiler? You know,
0: right, right, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, USA, uh, Raw had a new theme song yeah. as well and s- several of the same wrestlers were in yeah. there. So maybe it, so it's either they're going to change it yeah. or they're just going to have show, you know, theme songs with big name wrestlers on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I don't know which the answer is. I think one of the most interesting things though was the Undertaker being on there.
1: He was he was heavily featured. Uh I I would say the most heavily featured person on that intro was Roman, obviously. Then mm. right underneath that, I would say Undertaker.
0: So I, I mean, I just is he for for the Undertaker to still be on there, yeah, and for John Cena to be basically absent from both theme songs is yeah. very interesting. Yeah, uh, I believe of-
1: he was featured a little bit on SmackDown uh, on the intro. Or it could have just been like the you know the twenty year look back. I it's all kind of blending right. together at this and, point. And he also might
0: have been somebody you know taking a hit from somebody sure. else. But it's yeah. like, oh, this is clearly a Kofi clip. But yeah, you know, somebody's got to take the you know move. Yeah.
1: Um, well, this all leads to the one thing that we've kind of alluded to, but still kind of skirted around was the ending of SmackDown. The ending of SmackDown. Um, see, okay, when. WWE had an opportunity here and this is an opportunity they've had numerous times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to go one or two ways and there could have been multiple different other avenues but the main two I'm focusing on is they could have continued to make Kovey Kingston look like a, the big deal that he is that they've done since April or before April really. Yeah. Um. They've built him stronger than any other champion I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. And they could have continued that Trajectory because they treated him like a big deal in the entire lead up to this match. Mm-hmm. Everything on Fox, everything in commercials and ads and everything.
0: So Kofi Kingston had a match with Brock Lesnar, one of the very early, um, yeah, Beast in the East, yeah, Beast in the yeah. East. Um, and that was back when New Day were, they at were the heels. They were heels. And it was very much a kind of like goofy. Let's watch him bounce. And right. Let's watch Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like everyone ball.
1: was like already posting a like, RIP Kofi like before like. Weeks leading up to right. that, yeah, and it was
0: kind of a fun match. It was, it was a Kofi. I mean, he got some offense, but he was never Brock was never not in control of the match. Right. It was kind of what you expected. It was a Brock high spot showcase. Yeah. Um, uh, and Kofi's a great person to take those moves. Yeah. But he got more offense in that match. Yeah. Than he did on SmackDown. Right. Um,
1: and so the other avenue that they and the avenue that they, they they took, mm-hmm. is the Brock. Crutch because, and it's this like WWE just doing the same old thing, despite all the opportunities and all the arrows pointing, like, hey, let's do something new and interesting over here, instead of, hey, you got Saudi Arabia coming up. That's a good time to put the belt on Brock again.
0: I don't know how to explain this any better. Sure. like I, and i feel like because i
1: feel like we've had this
0: i've done it a lot a we've lot. explained the scenario this, this is like of times. this is like watching one of your friends like pine after a girl mm-hmm. who like has has been very nice is like no i don't like you like that but we're good friends yeah and, and just being like you know watching him be like okay but what if i did it this way And you're like no right. no, no 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 yeah <laughs> and and you want to like And you're sitting on the sides because you're not in that relationship, but you want to be like, I can't, I I see what's going on and I see, and and that's how I feel like WWE is with Brock Lesnar. I feel
1: like your analogy is cutting real close to home and I feel kind (laughs) of triggered (laughs) because I feel like,
0: I feel like I've been in this situation with you.
1: (laughs) I just, meaning I was the guy ignoring all the signs and you're like, Hey, no, no, no. Look at the sign. Look at the signs. (laughs)
0: Um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Gets we we complain we complain we complain. He comes out mega pop. I love to see him. And sure, I, we've talked about that. Like, I I'm undercutting my own point by going that was a good Brock match. Yeah. I. You know what? Like, like I trying to explain this to you very simply, very clearly. I like to watch Brock Lesnar wrestle. Yeah. I get very excited. Mm-hmm. when he has a match yeah when you say brock lesnar is going to have a match on this show i get very mm-hmm. excited it is good to see it is fun to see
1: because you're excited of what he can do but with that, that particular is wrestler. not yeah
0: a brock lesnar match no that no, is no, no. kofi jumping himself into position for the f5 yeah and then brock basically falling down yeah um brock squash matches are not interesting in any fashion no um and I don't want to see Brock Lesnar as champion. Yeah, um, It's not a relevant thing to the show that I want to watch.
1: Yeah. Um, my initial thought, and, I, and I'm saying this in no way to demean the importance of Kofi's run as champion, because it meant a lot of things to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and was still like such an impressive run um, for a lot of different factors. But it does make me think, like, what was this whole Kofi build, this whole Kofi push for the last s- six months or whatever? Mm-hmm. What was the point in all that if you're just going to have Kofi get no offense whatsoever in a Brock Lesnar match and just feed Kofi to Brock so Brock can have your championship going to Saudi Arabia? Right.
0: And and that's what really bugs me. I, I see a lot of people on Twitter Calling back, oh, no, 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 no. This is, you know, yeah yes, you're upset now, but you're supposed to be upset now because th- this is how the yes movement starts. Like, Randy Orton crushed Daniel Bryan in a matter of yeah. seconds and, and they push it down, push it down. This is, you know, you just wait until Kofi wins the Rumble or has a shot at mania. And it's like we already, well, well like, he, we had that. But, but no, because you know? Brock Lesnar just one move KO'd yeah. a fully healthy, ready to go, right. time to prepare yes. Kofi Kingston. And you have shoved it down my throat for 20 years that time to prepare mm-hmm. is the key to winning a match. Your yeah. strategy, you need to know who your opponent is. Kofi had every reasonable, fair advantage, and he got one move KO'd. Yeah. And that is In a way that makes it feel like... Crushing.
1: In a way that made it feel like they're not interested in any sort of rematch anytime soon. Right. Because the immediate, like, you know... It would have been different if it was a long drag-out, beat-down fight right. where both guys got a lot got in a lot of offense and both guys looked like a million bucks going out of it. That would have been different. I, I wouldn't have been and great I, with Brock I, winning in that scenario, but I probably would have been better than what we got. But
0: I think what confuses me the most is why did you not do that? What was yeah. the disadvantage? And, you know, watching the show, there was a um, four-man seemingly – you know, random collection. Yeah. Tag match that was thrown in there. And I was like, that whole match could have gone straight out the window. Mm-hmm. You give all of that time to Kofi and Brock. You yep. still let Brock win because I know that's what you want. Right. Um. But at least, but they, you have Kofi like l- get, you give him a l- little bit more because he's, he's earned that much. Well, and but but that leads to the only reason that four person match, other than to literally fill time, yeah. that you didn't ne- not need to fill because now you're. You know, crushed on the back end. But the only reason is for Braun Strowman to throw up hands at this heavyweight boxer in the front row. That no one really seems to know who he is. That nobody knows who he is. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And and that's not even. WWE has spent a very long time in a very concentrated, politically motivated campaign to say we are not a sport. We are an entertainment venue. Yeah. Um, so don't, you know, judge us like a sport. Don't don't have outside commissions looking at us. Sure. Um But we we are not this thing, this combat sport that judo and boxing and MMA and all of this stuff is. We are providing a different service. Yeah. And so that's like okay, well, good, fine, okay. So you are Predetermined storylines of larger than life, crazy monster people, yeah, doing battle for each other. For you know, with heroes and villains, yeah, that's a comic book, yeah, which is fine. That's who you are catering to. You're, you are making right live action comic books, and like specifically, like that's what Kevin
1: Smith had said on his Instagram on how AW hooked him. Like mm-hmm. it made him realize this week that he's a
0: wrestling fan now. Yeah, you know that's exactly how you hook people um, and, and, and so that's what you are doing and that should be fine for you yeah it's the biggest movie of all time superhero movie yeah it's you know there there are a dozen or more TV shows based on these people are making up superheroes because comic book you know back history can't fill the need for yep. superhero stuff fast enough um, you were on the sci-fi channel and people <laughs> complained and whined and it always made sense because you're superheroes. Yeah. Um, and so that's what you are. That is the element that you're creating. You are the, there is a fighting tournament in yeah. Dragon Ball in Dragon Ball and a little bit in Dragon Ball Z. Um, but it's a fighting tournament and that's how a lot of the story goes is like Goku's going to enter this fighting tournament and fight a bunch of people. Yeah. And that's what you are. You are the live action version of that. Um and that's what you have tried to be and that's what you've really worked at being. And so then we we come to this and there and there's two points to be made here. One is, and I made this on Twitter. Yeah. Um on AEW and on SmackDown, you had a wrestler insult um people who go to Comic-Con. Yeah. And on AEW, it was a heel wrestler, Mm -hmm. making fun of people who are going to Comic-Con, and on SmackDown, it was The Rock. Yeah. And that is, like, okay, The Rock a little bit doesn't get his own audience. Right. um, Because The Rock would not like a lot of what The Rock does. Cause it's not workout videos. Sure, and he's also pretty close to fifty. You know, mm-hmm. he's getting
1: up there in age. And again, like the Comic Con generation slash audience
0: is not exactly his. They're, his th- his they're not his camaraderies. Right. He's making great content. Sure. For them, yeah. Um. But they're not. But at the
1: same time, you would think that someone in the industry would know how big of a deal they've made Comic Con out in the last f- few years. Right. You know, a lot of people's entire um, advertising is centered around being, you know, unveiling unveiling things at... at Comic-Con. At Comic-Con, yeah. Um,
0: and, and it's like, I remember uh, very, very, very early on, I think that was in the first year of Jon Stewart taking over The Daily Show. Yeah. And he had a whole segment about making fun of people going to Comic-Con. Yeah. And these virgins who dress up and, yeah. you know, never kissed a girl, blah de blah, blah, blah Um, blah And that's, you know... And the thing is, like, that was then, this is now. Yeah. Um, it
1: it felt like a very dated reference.
0: Right, just of what works. Um, And and so you watch you, – you have that to begin with where you watch, like, oh, AEW gets what they are putting on, gets their thing, yeah. understands their audience. Um, WWE does not. And, like, there's a little bit of, like, The Rock's going to go out and say what The Rock wants. And nobody's sure. going to say, like, Rock, Comic-Con's yeah. come, cool now. And, you know, nobody's going to do that even if they all are thinking that because The Rock's going to say what The Rock's going to say. The
1: easier, more apt uh, insult would have been you look like you're going LARPing, but Rock doesn't
0: know what LARPing is. Right. Um, Anyway, so we we have that where WWE's not understanding their audience, and then um, they have two big points of, oh my goodness, Person X is here. Who is that? What are they doing in WWE? And it was... A heavyweight boxer yeah, facing, kind of, uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah. And then Cain Velasquez. Who is a bigger
1: deal and a bigger name than the Fury guy. Yeah. Tony um, Fury?
0: Tony Fury? Maybe. Maybe.
1: Um, um, but even, like, I wouldn't... I mean, Cain Velasquez got a response, but not like, a, oh, my God, I can't believe he's here throughout the entire arena type right. of, you know. um. There's a reason why he
0: came out with Rey Mysterio, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's just you're you're not a combat sport. No. And so to try and tie yourself into these the this combat sport seems um short sighted, poorly thought out. Yeah. Um, and like, okay, Superman is drawn with, like, a 14-pack. Yeah. Um, and why, you know, but it disappears when he puts on a Clark Kent shirt because, you know, yeah. artists and erasers. Yeah. But he looks impossibly muscularly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, same with, like, Batman and Spider-Man. And there have been... You know, articles online and people are like, well, actually, t- these muscles are show muscles and don't do anything. Right. So Spider-Man flexing like this doesn't mean that Spider-Man has any core, da da. And you're like, shut up, cool, it's a fun drawing. Yeah,
1: like who cares? It looks it looks fun. Right. Yeah.
0: Um and <laughs> you're a comic book. And so Brock Lesnar looks like he eats smaller people. Yeah. Um Finn Balor. Looks like you can wash clothes on his abs. Yeah, like he looks like the wrestling version of Spider Man. Yeah, Um, Kane Velasquez does not. No, and this is not like. Let's be very clear. I'm not like that. Looks like a guy I could take. No, well, sure, yeah. But but at the same
1: time, like the guy has picked up pro wrestling pretty quickly. Like he's had two wrestling matches, I believe, in AAA. Yeah, uh, and impressed a lot of people in both of them. You know, so it's not that he can't do it. It's yeah, he just doesn't have that same look. But and I do but I do like the you know, the fact that they're not ignoring their history with UFC. I And I and I think that's an interesting uh, point. I feel like that would that doesn't necessarily need the championship involved.
0: I I mean, I don't know. This like, yes, I understand mm-hmm. he has done wrestling. Yeah. Um but WWE is walking a very Fine line of like, do you want to be yeah. the MMA, the UFC retirement party? Yeah. Um, I understand when you have somebody like Brock, who started there, who yeah. went, proved himself as a legitimate and then, yeah. you know, athlete, and then comes back and you have to book him as mm-hmm. a major thing. I also understand when Ronda Rousey yeah. Just- has talked about wanting to go to WWE exactly. for yeah. you know years mm-hmm. beforehand has the rowdy name that she already yeah. spoke to Roddy Piper about. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying, shut the doors, no, if you went to UFC, we're not interested in you. Yeah. But is Conor McGregor showing up? Yeah. I mean... It's something they, they've teased a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is, is anybody, is Mighty Mouse going to show up? Like, like yeah. is this... Because that's where you're going, is like, okay, yeah. so the actual thing that you saw, the yeah. actual legitimate fight between two dominant athletes they're now going to recreate that for you in yep. play fighting land yeah um and i, do, I don't would quick question it, would, would this have struck you differently
1: if they didn't have two of those these scenarios happen in the same show like two combat sport athletes <sighs> make a surprise appearance in the same show like seemingly like what like Thirty minutes apart, if that, because it felt like they both happened fairly quickly within each I other. I mean,
0: it it would have like like the Cain Velasquez thing. It it seems to me like a um if that that does not seem like a good call to me to mm-hmm. begin with. Um, just just specifically because it feels like. What I said that that it's you know well you're not doing anything and we have lots of money yeah. and um
1: because apparently like both WWE and AEW, AEW were making offers to compete with each other for Kane Velasquez yeah
0: um and, and like yes I know that he had the um triple A matches yeah but like I. Honest to God, forgot about that. Yeah. Um, because I didn't watch them. They were a random story that somebody, you know, mentioned in a, you know, notes on Observer. Yeah. Um, and so when he comes out, I and a lot of people, like a lot, of, like you go through most messages, which a lot of people thought that Rey Mysterio's kid had shaved his head. Yeah. Um, since <laughs> like that's the that's the right size. It's like he worked out a lot and he shaved his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so, I feel like I feel like some of this comes from Fox, and from this is Fox's replacement for UFC. They lost UFC, yeah, um, so they got WWE. Mm-hmm. And so this is for our combat fans. yeah. and so and, and I get that. That's why, you know, two former UFC, you know, heavyweight champions, are you y- facing y- off? Yeah, uh, that's why you got a boxer to tease that he's getting in the ring. Yeah, um, yeah. So I get that, but is is that the plan long term? Yeah. Um. So I and, and this is I understand that this is dramatic because we watched one show and sure. Um. You know. Uh. We we don't know where everything's going, but. I watched wrestling as a kid because it was cool and it was exciting and it was thrilling and it was combat sports and somebody says, Hey, you know it's all fake, right? And I think, No, it's not. Why are they that that look at the he hit him. Yeah. And it's like, No, it's all fake because and then you get more people saying that. And then oh, I was a kid in the Attitude Era, so I would get little like weekly readers and time for kids that would talk about like you know oh this is dangerous and have not a journalistic integrity of reporting the facts but like uh this is you know garbage trash television yeah. and like here is this true honor bound you know coll- collegiate wrestler and so you should view them as a hero is yeah. not this gross beer guzzling redneck da da, da. Yeah um but and and, and so like I bought into that. A lot of people bought into that. It's just like, it's fake. Why would I watch fake fighting? Um, and so I went on about my day and I watched it, you know, very briefly in high school and like very briefly, like half an episode. I was like, that looks fake. Look yeah. how fake that looks. Um, this is so fake. Fake, 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 fake. And then got back into it later. I was like, "Oh no, it's you know, yeah. it's performance art. It's uh, a weird hybrid. It's not fake. It's scripted." Da yeah. da 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 da. Um, and so I have, for a long time, now, you know, very much been interested and been willing to like talk about like the blend of, you know, performance art and stage combat and da 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 da, and. It's not just fake fighting, and if does Fox want fake fighting? Yeah, because that is the path that this is going to. Yeah, is oh these are the you know fighters, but we don't want to hurt. It's fake now, right? Um, And 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 that's that's the path to it. Yeah, that's that's the path to turn this back into you know it's fake, right?
1: Yeah, and I that or it was kind of their Fox's attempt to try to grab those uh viewers that are have looked down on wrestling right, you know, it's, for so long. Again, and I'm like, first of all, I don't think these people are tuning in to the series premiere. No. They might have they may have they may tune in next week if they heard, you know, their former
0: UFC favorite,
1: you know, is showing up now. Right. But at the same point they're not I I don't think you're going to make fans out of them.
0: But you you showed both of these guys, and they were met with a crowd response that let me know that I wasn't alone. Because even today, there will be an occasional thing that slips through the cracks for me. Yeah. And, you know, such and such will show up on some show, and the crowd will explode. And I have to go, wait, 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 who was that? And then I'll get up. But it felt like neither time that happened. Like, they, they came out, the crowd went mild, and they're like, Okay, I guess they'll tell me that yeah. isn't why they're important. It's sure, point. like
1: and and they went like 0 for three with that with SmackDown. Like the the crowd definitely didn't know who the Fury guy was. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe fifty percent of the people, maybe maybe a little bit more that knew who Kane Velasco was, was. Nobody knew who that Marshmallow dude was that won the twenty four seven title. Like yeah, I someone had mentioned him in like a different setting. Like. A week ago, and that's the only reason I kind of knew that this goofy looking dude mm-hmm. that I thought was at first, I thought he was a contestant for the Mad mass singer. singer, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cross promoting, that's weird, <laughs>
0: you know, but yeah. it turned out that, that that's just his gimmick. Um, I don't know, we'll close out this episode basically how we started out, yeah. First episodes mean nothing, yeah. I understand that this could be a quick like pull people in. Yeah. We'll, we'll but be it's, doing it's mostly regular fluff. wrestling. Yeah. You know, anyway, soon enough.
1: Um, we do have a pay-per-view. We have a pay-per-view. I but mean, there's only three matches. Like, yes. Uh, I'm thinking Bray's gonna win. Uh, Sasha might win. Yeah. And Charlotte might
0: win. <laughs> Are those the only three matches? As of this recording, there's three matches still. I
1: didn't even have to look that up on my phone. I'm so proud of myself. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, Charlotte should win. Becky probably will win. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else this week? That's it for me. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, at CR Attire, where we'll we live tweet Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays. <laughs> uh,
1: and if you have any questions, comments anything you want us to bring up on the show send that over to our emails, that's Attire at gmail.com.
0: We are also on iTunes easy way to follow the podcast, give us a rating of five stars, or write a review that kind of stuff really helps out the podcast as far as iTunes metrics go yep, alright uh, oh, Facebook, there you yeah. go if you have any, uh, if if you want to keep up with the, the,
1: the show find us on Facebook, that's classroom Attire. keep up with the show, find out some o- other stuff that Joel and I are working on uh yeah, fa- class ring attire on Facebook. As
0: always, stay classy and huzzah! Huzzah!